Welcome to the Pain-Free Athlete Podcast. I'm your host, Dana Jones. I am a certified personal trainer, and I'm here to help you achieve your fitness goals without pain. In each episode, I'll share tips and strategies that will help you stay safe and pain-free while you're working out. I'll also interview experts in the field of fitness and pain management. So if you're ready to learn how to stay active and pain-free, then subscribe to the Pain-Free Athlete Podcast today. Hey, everyone, and welcome to the Pain-Free Athlete Podcast. I'm your host, Dana Jones, and the topic for the day is going to be stretching. Stretching is very important. It should be a vital part of your fitness routine, uh, whether you choose to do it before or after working out. Um, And it obviously can be beneficial for people who don't always exercise regularly. But I want to talk about what are the benefits of it, how should you do it, and what are some uh, common mistakes um, that we should avoid. Um, Hopefully, fingers crossed, we'll pull this off uh, because the puppy has puppy energy and uh, she was just doing zoomies and she finally chilled out. So we're going to see where we go from here. Uh, Anyway, all right. So what are the benefits of stretching? Right, because we've always been told to do it. Um, Some fitness classes that I've attended you know, they give the, uh, you know, one or two stretches and they're like, okay, let's go, you know, and then some don't stretch at all. So there's been a lot of things. For me as a fitness instructor, I've always done um, more of um, dynamic stretching in the beginning and then I do static stretching at the end. Um, And that's just the way I was taught. So that's kind of my way of how to do things. Um, And I time it and I put it in Um, when I list all my exercises and I figure out the timing for my class, I make sure those things are in there because of the fact that I think it's important. So anyway, what is stretching? You know, why should you do it? Right? Because there's plenty of people walking around, they're fine. You know, what is really the purpose? Okay, one, right, you get the obvious, which is it improves your flexibility. It allows you to lengthen your muscles, which then leads to greater range of motion and um, it can also reduce injury, right? Just having that greater, uh, greater range of motion will allow you to stretch, uh, you know, your, to move a little bit further, and so then things don't tear, you know, that kind of thing. And I tell a lot of my clients, what doesn't bend will break, right? So, you know, you want to be able to do that. The other thing is that if you have muscle tension, right, some pain, stiffness, Um, maybe you sit for long periods of time or stand for long periods of time, right? Stretching can help relieve that, right? Because it encourages blood flow, and that is always a wonderful thing. Um, It improves posture, right? So by stretching, and I love how I keep moving because I think you can all see me, Um, you know, so it strengthens your back muscles, right? So when you're doing the mobility and flexibility, right, and then that helps you have better posture, which allows you to breathe better, get bigger, deeper breaths, right? And that helps increase blood flow, which stretching also does, right? So the more that you stretch, then your muscles are getting that movement, and it improves circulation, And of course, you know, when you do stretch, you're by increasing the circulation, you're removing toxins from your muscles and you're allowing yourself to have the benefits of that. And then I don't know about you, but a lot of times when I stretch, it really chills me out. It gives me just a moment to kind of catch into my breath. 
It gives me a moment to feel what I've been ignoring all day. So maybe, oh, my back muscles are tight or um, whatever it may be. And just taking that moment to touch my toes, doing a forward fold, or maybe being in a twist, just having that moment will, um, you know, reduce tension, anxiety, stress, all those kinds of uh, things. And then the other end of it is it is, quote unquote, kind of like exercise. So there is that release of endorphins, right? So there's a mood um, boosting effect. I've never stretched and finished and went, wow, that sucked, right? A lot of times I stretch and I was like, oh, I feel good. I'm ready to go now. I'm ready to go to bed or whatever it may be. All right. So earlier I kind of indicated different types of stretching. So, you know, there's generally about five different types of stretching, right? So there's the static stretching right? Which is, that's the stuff we know, you know, I'm going to bend over and hold that stretch for 10 seconds or 30 seconds or whatever it may be. Um, You know, this is good for flexibility. It's not terribly effective. And that's why a lot of times, especially if you're doing it cold muscles, you don't get the benefit of it, but you get much more of a benefit if you do it with warmer muscles. Then there's dynamic stretching. This is how I start my workouts. This is a range of motion movement. So arm circles, um, you know, torso twists, uh, hip rotation, those types of things. Those are dynamic stretching. Leg swings, um, that kind of stuff, again, increases blood flow, lets your body know, oh, we're doing this kind of thing. And so then it gets you ready for the exercise. There's isometric stretching, which is where you contract the muscle. And again, that increases blood flow and it's great for strength and flexibility at the same time. There is ballistic stretching, which isn't my favorite. This is the old school, right? Like, you know, where they used to tell you, you know, bounce into a stretch, right? And they say, oh, don't do that because bad things happen. I think a lot of times it can You know, there's definitely, if you're not somebody who does that regularly, like you'll watch some athletes that are doing it, you know, at the Olympics or whatever. Um, That bouncing type movement is only good if you're warm. And if you don't know what you're doing, then your risk of injury is going to be high. And then the finals um, exercise, the final type of stretching, and let's see if I can do this, proprioceptive neuromuscular facilitation also called PNF. This is the stuff I like. So this is where you're actually contracting the muscle and then someone, or even sometimes you could do it yourself, you are moving through the contraction. So that allows you to increase your um, range of motion and it increases um, your flexibility. I don't know if you remember, um, I don't even know how many years ago, Dara Torres, the swimmer, she didn't do any weightlifting or anything like that. She was in her 40s and she won a medal. And um, she was had a team of people that would do this type of stretching on her and she was shredded um, from doing this. Little DNA probably kicked in as well because not everybody has, you know, no body fat like she had. But that type of stretching allowed her to get a greater dig into her stroke. And she said she was swimming better than she ever swam when she was younger. So there's something to be said for that. That is something where you really need to be with a trained professional in doing that. It's not something I would necessarily recommend you doing on your own because of the fact that. 
you have to give feedback, right? So as you're going through that, you know, you're pushing against somebody as they're releasing or moving you through, you have to make sure you, you know, oh, that hurts or oh, that's as far as I can go, that kind of thing. You don't want to overdo it and possibly hurt yourself. So back to the, the whole purpose, right? So when you're stretching safely, it's important for you to go slow, right? Slow is always wonderful. You always have time to go fast at a later date or never. But slow is a good way because it allows you to be in the moment, receive feedback from your body, and then move on that way, right? So if you're touching your toes and your hamstring is screaming, then that's probably not the stretch you should be doing. You have to figure out what are the things that I can do so that eventually I can touch my toes, right? So um, recommendation from, you know, the world essentially is that you hold every stretch for 30 seconds to a minute. My recommendation is that a minute is minimum. And if you can hold it for two or three minutes, that is fantastic because you're allowing your body to recognize that this stretch is, a, you know, happening, right? And all the stuff that fights it, right? You may have the little pains and twitches and stuff like that where you're like, oh, I probably shouldn't do that. But once you settle down, <clears throat> you have the ability to get that taken care of, right? Your body knows. <clears throat> Sorry about that. Anyway, so you a minute minimum for holds. And it gives your body a chance to adjust to the stretch and relax into it, and you'll get more of a benefit. Make sure you warm up before stretching. You can jog in place. You can walk backwards. You can go for a walk around the block. You can... Uh, do jumping jacks, you know, whatever it is. Stretching cold muscles is never a good idea. When you're stretching, it's also important to breathe, right? Breathe into the movement, right? And then that'll give you the ability to relax. Try not to bounce or do something wonky because that only spells injury. Anytime, always listen to your body. Stop if you feel any pain right? It is not about pushing through, this is no pain, no gain, or anything like that. That's craziness, right? You shouldn't be doing that. So if you're doing something and you feel a sharp pain, you definitely abort, right? If you feel like some tension in there, then maybe that's something where you have to go to a masseuse or um, acupuncturist or somebody to help you work through that issue, right? Because, you know, your muscles have adhesions in them. There's all kinds of different things. So it's always best that if you're experiencing a specific pain in a certain part, and it's not something that is chronic or something that you're aware of doing, to get somebody else to kind of help you figure out what it is, right? Because if you're pushing, and there's a good chance that you may hurt yourself, and you don't want to, you want to mess with that. So it's always good to like consult with a medical professional, right? That's what we got to do. Now, what else do you do? Make sure you stretch regularly, right? If you're stretching once in a while, then that's not something that will work out for you, right? You're not going to see the benefit of it. So try at least three times a week. Um, you can do it various ways. You can do it with your workouts. You could do it outside of your workouts. Um, a lot of times I'll do it as part of my workout and then on my off days, I'll do it just to make sure that I get my, um, you know, that I keep my flexibility, right? Uh, what else are we doing? Yeah, just, I mean, that's really what I wanted to hit with that. Now, remember, 
It's a great way to improve your flexibility. It reduces pain and improves your posture and it can boost your mood, right? So make sure that whatever you do, you do it safely. You incorporate stretching into your regular routine and then you'll be golden. So just remember that you always have to listen to your body because that is how you'll improve. And you'll notice that as you move on, then you're going to get stronger and then things will be a lot easier, right? So where do you start? Find something that you are um, in it unable to do. So for instance, um, you know, for me, I am kind of hypermobile. And so I can bend over and touch my palms on the ground, but that doesn't always allow me to stretch my hamstrings appropriately. So I use a slant board and I put my feet up on the slant board with the, you know, toes up, heels down, and then I reach beyond the slant board. And that gives me the extra three or four inches of stretch that I'm not able to get while I'm just standing there and bending over. If you want to add a little weight sometimes to something where you're stretching, you know, I'll do that with um, pullovers. So I'll have that weight on in my hands. And so as I'm reaching over, I'll sit in that motion for a while, just with my hands above my head, hanging off the bench or whatever it is. And that allows my shoulders to relax into that stretch. And that gives me more mobility. Now I've torn my rotator cuff and never got it repaired. And by doing these types of exercises, it allowed me to have greater mobility in my shoulder and I could throw a softball, probably not the way I could when I was 20, but I can definitely still get to where I need to do with pretty good precision and with mobility. And again, that is due to stretching and paying attention to it. Now, when I get silly and I lift too heavy and I don't stretch, then I can't even scratch the back of my head. That doesn't help you. And so you got to kind of keep that in mind. So what is an area that you want to target? <clears throat> and what is an area that you feel like that may be an injured area that you want to start getting back? And it's starting getting mobile. So you don't need any weights or any bands or anything like that to start. And that is the beauty of stretching. Please make sure you incorporate it in your everyday life. And that is it. So if you have any questions or uh, feedback, please feel free. I, I can't say that five times over please feel free to drop me a comment, let me know, and I will catch you next time. Thank you for listening, and don't forget to rate and review, and have a good one.